microphone one. Ready to go. Hey, everybody, and happy Friday. Welcome back to another episode of Bomb Mom Podcast. I have Ashley with me today. Hey, everybody. Ashley is super cool. We connected on Instagram and um, I'm actually, I was really drawn into a lot of the things that you have going on. I'm all for entrepreneur moms and you are, you're up there. So (laughs) tell us all about what you got going on and how you started. Sure. So, hey, everyone. Um, Again, I'm Ashley. I am also a podcaster of the Boss Mom Movement podcast. Um, I'm also a nine to five mom and I have like other businesses as well. I'm a travel agent. I manage a hair store in Atlanta. Um, So, yeah, that's pretty much the things that I have going on. But I started my podcast slash community um, when I got pregnant. With my first and only for now, anyway, um, it's for been now. a year, right? It's been a year. Um, and I basically started it because when I found out I was pregnant, I was kind of going through these emotions and these thoughts of, am I going to be able to continue accomplishing the goals that I have? I had just started a new job. Um, and then of course, just with like the extra things that I was doing, I'm just, I was just trying to wrap my head around, like, how am I going to make this work and still be a mom and have that as my priority. Um, and a lot of times, you know, when we become moms, people are kind of just like, oh, that's it for you. Like, you're going to have to focus on motherhood. Yep. You're not going to be able to accomplish your goals. And I'm just like, being on a millennial, especially, I'm like, no, that's that's not going to be me. So I said, you know what, I'm going to start this podcast in this community just to be supportive of other moms that maybe um, have those same feelings and are accomplishing their goals. Because I feel like it's a lot of moms out there, whether they have a nine to five or they're an entrepreneur that are just bomb ass moms, right? Um, and <laughs> <Absolutely>. they're, just, <laughs> they're accomplishing everything that they put their mind to. So that's pretty much where it came from. I'm glad you brought up millennial mom. So I want to say something about that for a second, because when I first started hearing the word millennial, I hated it. I rejected mm-hmm. it. I didn't want to be one. Um, the, yeah, I just, I don't know. I just, the, I'm not one of those people that likes to be lumped into a group. And okay. I just, I'd like, I feel like when I first heard of the word millennial, um, it was almost like there was a negative connotation to it. But the more I learned about millennials and just that I very much so am one, Mm -hmm. I kind of like understood it more. Um, I feel like what I want to say for millennials, if because I know some people don't necessarily even know what is considered a millennial. So as a mom, we're in a generation of our parents were very much so moms only Mm -hmm. and nothing else. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's almost like we're rebels, right? Because we're out here, we're being moms and we're chasing businesses and we're starting businesses. And, you know, we have dreams outside of just motherhood. So to everybody older than us, that kind of looks like funny to them. Right. Right. So I, I, when I realized what millennial moms truly are, I was like, wow. Okay. So I'm, this is kind of, we're all a big group here. Mm -hmm. trying to focus on our dreams dreams and I also feel like because of so much um we have so much access to like internet and social media and things like that now it's Mm -hmm. easier for us to start businesses and really network yeah right as millennials and I I feel like that's brand new to people like the concept of that is brand new 
Yeah, I agree 100%. So I work in corporate and the I definitely agree with you when you say the negative um, connotation because a lot of like, I'm a recruiter, by the way, mm-hmm. um, a lot of hiring managers that I work for are not considered millennials. They're in a different generation because essentially it's just the generation that we're in, right? Yes. And I think they're like baby boomers, like right before us, I think. Yeah. So they are very much kind of like by the books and um, committed to, in this case, I'll say their jobs. Yep. So oftentimes you'll see like people say, oh yeah, I've been in this job for 20 years. And, and then here come millennials. They're like 20 years, I'm job hopping after like two, you know? Yeah. And so for me, it would be very hard for me to like fight for millennial candidates in the workspace because they do not stay in one place for a long time. Mm-hmm. And hiring managers would be like, oh, they're not going to be committed. And I want somebody that's going to stay here for five years and blah, 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 all this stuff. But I'm just like, we are a generation that stands for growth. And we're also a generation, like you said, rebels. If we don't feel like we're getting what we need right then and there, we're on to the next thing. Oh, yeah, right? absolutely. You know, and so when you think millennial moms, it's just like, okay, I am going to beat the odds. I'm not going to be what society says I need to be, which is typically a stay at home, you know, take care of the, the house, the home, the kids, the man. Um, and yeah, we're just and like, too. exactly. <laughs> and so that's what, and when I thought about, okay, I could just create this, um, platform for moms, which is great, but I wanted a specific target audience. And I just thought of myself, I said, I'm a mom, I'm a millennial. I work a nine to five and I have side hustles. Like that is who I want my target audience to be. It's really just focused on millennials and the things that we are doing, because even if we don't stay committed to something for a long time, we're still making positive impacts and moves in this generation, whether female or male, honestly. Yeah. And I love that. Yeah. (laughs) Have you connected with a lot of people through the boss mom movement? what's that been like for you? Yeah, I have. And I'll be honest with you. So even though that's my target audience, not every mom that I've connected with or interviewed has necessarily been in the millennial generation. Mm -hmm. Um, And I would still interview them because I feel like they still have a lot of knowledge to give and um, their journeys are just as phenomenal. Um, But I have been able to connect with a lot of great moms out there. So that's been a huge plus excuse me, just because, um, we need a village, right? We got to learn from each other. We relate to each other. Um, you know, those friends of mine that are not moms right now, like, yeah, they can understand and be empathetic, but they're not always truly, you know, relating to the things that I may be going through, although they may understand it. So it's always great to connect with another mom, even if they're not a millennial. Yeah, for sure. And even someone that like you, ooh, even someone like you or like me who has a podcast and I don't, do you know a lot of other people with podcasts? Because I don't, I mean, I have other than people that I've met through networking and through having mm-hmm. my podcast, like I don't know anyone personally, except for one person that I went to high school with yeah. um, and me and her have really connected because we're, co- we're both moms. We both started the podcast. We're kind of on the same journey. Um, oh, sorry. It's in the fridge, dude. Yeah, sure. Go ask your brother or sister. <laughs> they momming never stops. I was just gonna say. 
There's three whole other people in the house and he comes to me first. <laughs> because you're mommy. I know. <laughs> My goodness. Sorry, what were you saying? Or what was yes, that? I've connected um, with a lot of other moms, but I, or well, going back to knowing people with podcasts. So my boyfriend actually had a podcast before me. Oh, um, that's so he's cool. done like a web show and stuff in the past. So I was fortunate enough to live with somebody who was doing, he's not doing it anymore, but mm-hmm. he did have that experience. And then um, one of his friends actually has a podcast now too. So I would say those are like the two people I know personally, but other than that, yeah, like you said, connecting and networking with other podcasters. Yeah. Have you had a good experience with that? With networking with people and networking? Uh, yeah, I would say so. Um, I am so I'm kind of shy in that regard. Oh um, my god, I, I can too. network all day for my job, but when it comes to like networking myself and putting myself out there with my businesses, I kind of shy away from that. Yeah, which is so weird because it's like, how can you do it for something that's not even yours for real? And you can't even do it for your own stuff. But I think it's just like, I kind of fear the reaction of other people. And and it's intimidating. To, You're trying to sell yeah, yourself. So if someone doesn't is. like it, it's like, oh, you don't like me. Okay. Right, exactly. So, yeah. but I'm trying to get into it. I actually went to a networking event last week, um, last weekend, and I'm going to another one next weekend. So I'm just trying to get out there and network with people and like find other millennial moms because I will say I am looking for more millennial moms I feel like I've had more moms that aren't necessarily millennials and I really want to highlight what we're doing so I'm trying to get out there to look for more people to interview on my show that's awesome um, and just connect with in general because I do want to start having uh physical uh events in Atlanta so I want to be able to collab with other women as well that's so cool I see so many people going to podcasting events and I don't feel like there's anything fun like that in New Jersey unless I just haven't heard of it yeah, I guess I have to because <laughs> yeah. like, I just got to bring it here because there isn't one. Mm-hmm. I've been thinking about that too. Like how you said you wanted to create a community. I feel like that's kind of like all of our goal. You know, yeah. we want people to relate to us um, and the things that we say on our podcast and the things that we go through. And I feel like it's really important for other people that are like us to see people being real and vulnerable. And it, it's not easy for everybody to do that. It's not easy for everybody to put their whole lives out there. Right. So, you know, salute to us, the ones who do it. Exactly. Somebody has to. <laughs> yes. Um, I did want to talk a little bit about um, just some maybe like tips or things that you do specifically to make your life easier and just flow. I was actually thinking about this this morning because I knew we were going to have this interview and mm-hmm. I feel like I cannot be thriving in every area of, of my life at once. If my podcast is thriving, my house is a disaster and my kids are complaining. We don't have time together. If me and my kids are having a thriving great relationship, you know, I'm behind on 700 tasks and I'm slacking at my job. How do we have it all? How do we have it all? We don't, do we? No, we don't. Um, <laughs> I don't think it's possible. I I mean, so I actually have started to, I guess, structure my life because just like you said, if you're giving 100% one area, you're kind of lacking in others. Yeah. Um, or I'll say 110% really. Um, I've had instances where, you know, my guys like, like we're not spending enough time together because you're working past five o'clock. And then you're going right into podcasting or hair or travel because that can take like four hours itself. 
so I just started, I, I really had to just put myself on a strict to-do list and learn to say no and learn oh, to delegate. I struggle with that saying no. <laughs> that is really like, those are really like the key points in my opinion anyways, when it comes to finding structure, when you have a lot to juggle, like my boyfriend always just say, you're not a single mom and you acting like a single mom. You're trying to mm-hmm. do it all. And I'm just like, am I acting like a single mom? I mean, I guess in the opinion of someone looking on the, you know, outside looking in, but I just feel like, you know, he's young. I'm just doing the things that I feel like I'm supposed to do as yeah. a mom, uh-huh. but, you know, asking for help, which a lot of us don't do is also not a bad thing. So we just have these candid conversations where I'm just like, okay, look, if I gotta, if I'm getting up making breakfast, I need you to get him, you know, like, mm-hmm. or if I'm in a meeting or I'm having like a super long day at work because both of us work from home. Uh, let's just split our time. Right. Like just really setting like those boundaries. And then even at work, like five o'clock, shut it down. Whatever's not done. It'll be there tomorrow. Like I just started having to, having to tell myself that because I'm the type of person where if I'm working on something, whether it's work related or personal, whatever it is, if I'm into it, I'm like, I need to finish it, you no, know, or at goodness, least get like far into the project. So where yep. I feel like I've accomplished something. Um, and so that kind of like hinders me because I would find myself still logged on at work at seven, eight o'clock at night. Wow. From 9am. That's a long that day. That's a mm-hmm. long day. Exactly. And then still making dinner or doing a, you know, touching something on my side businesses or whatever the case is and not being intentional about spending time with my family, just spending time with them, not doing work and spending time. Um, and then just trying to find time to really dedicate to like the podcast and the community. So I ended up hiring a social media manager for like a month. That was amazing. Like, yeah, yeah. I I say to myself all the time, like I need an assistant or something like I can't do everything, but I don't think I'm there yet one day. (laughs) Yeah, I definitely recommend. I mean, like if you have tasks that deal with their business that, you know, you feel like you can take off your plate because sometimes, you know, we feel like we got to be so hands on with -hmm. our businesses. But in reality, we don't like set it up to where somebody else can take a piece of the pie and you can free up time for whatever it is that you need to wherever you're lacking in other areas. Like I did that for a month. It was great. I hardly touched my social media um, like during those entire four weeks. I also I'm not going to say I hired my mom, (laughs) but I brought my mom on to help me with my travel agent business. So like a lot of the latest work she does. Um, and so she's like my assistant in that area and we're still able to run the business together because yeah. I was going to give it up hundred percent, like just not do it anymore. And she's like, girl, what? Cause she just retired. So she's like, I got more time and it brings in additional income. So why would you let that go? Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So, you know, and then that could have easily been like an internship. I could have given that to like a college student or something that just wanted some extra work in, um, you know, specific areas or something like that. You know, I just, I think about stuff like that. Like, okay, can I even like with the podcast, is there something that I can maybe hire somebody to do something so small that maybe takes up a lot of time, you know, even I just, like editing or something, something, I got somebody for that. Oh yeah. I, out, I outsource and y'all wouldn't even believe like I go through Fiverr. 
fiber.com if you have it. Yep. And I got some, I mean, of course I had to spend some money to do it, but my money, the little bit of money that I spending that I am spending on it is giving me so much time back because editing shows, especially if that's not your forte can take so long. And Mm -hmm. all I have to do now is record and send it over to the person and it's done. And it's in my inbox when I need it. And all I have to do is upload it to the platform. So I need to look into that because sometimes I spend hours editing. Me too. And I was getting to the point where like, like I said, like time with family was non-existent, especially if like I choose to do it on like one day. So now that day is gone with family and it was typically Sundays for me. Mm -hmm. Um, and I just was like, I was just, I can't do this anymore. Like not only am I getting frustrated, but I'm also missing time on the weekend. I work Monday through Friday. So it's just like, I want my entire weekend to be spent doing something that I actually want to do as opposed to, you know, editing my podcast and doing whatever else I decided to do that was side hustle related. Like mm-hmm. I just said, it's worth the little bit of money, even though when you kind of, if you do your budget, if anybody budgets out there and then you kind of like, Hmm, this is what I'm spending it on, but <laughs> it it's helpful and it's resourceful and just outsourcing is just frees up our time as moms. Like if we really think about it and my family's yeah. important. So I had to make the decision the financial decision to do it. But in the end, I was happy with my decision. And so I'm definitely going to continue doing that. I don't have a social media manager anymore at this moment because I just needed to scale back on mm-hmm. my budget. But I definitely like if my business starts thriving a little bit more and I can afford to have her back on, I definitely would consider it because it was just like, what? I don't have to touch my social media. Oh, yeah. Unless I want to. Yeah, right. that's great. Mm-hmm. I would have never thought of that. Honestly, I've definitely thought about someone editing. I've thought about somebody just, you know, like reminding me about things that I have to do. So I'm not constantly like my, writing up to do lists and stuff like that. But wow. Yep. And, and it- honestly speaking, putting a little bit of money into you, like you're, you're ultimately investing in yourself. Even exactly. I went and bought this microphone a couple um, weeks ago it was expensive, but you know Mm. how much money I've spent on microphones that aren't good anymore or that aren't working right anymore. You know what I mean? Exactly. Sometimes you just have to, for that little bit of peace of mind, you got to spend a little extra money. Exactly. And it's nothing wrong with investing in yourself and in your business either um, in order to thrive or take it to, you know, whatever level you want to take it to. So, and I just, I did want to mention like Lux Life Agency, L-U-X-E, Mm-hmm. that was my virtual assistant. She was the one that did the social media for me. So she does, she's a virtual assistant, but she has like different packages. So I just got the social media package, but she does other things as well. Like take care That's of emails, so cool. um, travel, like, you know, depending on what your business is. Like if you travel a lot, she'll be like your person to book it, like your travel concierge, like, I mean, phenomenal. And when you think about it, I mean, I'm not big time yet, but once I get yeah. there, I'm like, definitely right. Definitely need an assistant. Like, for sure. For sure. That's that's how bosses make moves, I feel, because then you have time to do the other things and actually enjoy it. So ladies delegating, outsourcing, um, you know, saying no, setting those boundaries can definitely help you have it all if having it all even really exists. But <laughs> I think it does. We could but, certainly try. Yeah. It'll definitely help for sure. 
like you said about like structuring your life and everything like that, I actually just bought a self-care planner a week or two ago. I found it at five below because I am one, I'm a procrastinator. So I'm like terrible at planning my life and things like that. Um, because I kind of just like do things at the last minute mm-hmm. all the time, which is horrible. Um, but I noticed that because I am like that and I act like that, I wasn't getting enough time for myself. Mm-hmm. So since I'm really working on structure and planning everything so I can get ahead, I kind of felt like I had to plan my self-care. Um, but when people think of self-care, it's, it doesn't have to be luxurious or fabulous, mm-hmm. even taking five minutes in the morning to just positive self-talk mm-hmm. that can, that can change your whole day. So what do you, what do you do for self-care? So I do plan stuff like going out with friends. Cause I do have to plan that to make sure that, you know, my son's dad is going to be home. Sure. If he's, if he already has plans, then, you know, my cousin or my mom and dad will watch him, but girl, my self-care that I do every day is take like an hour shower at night. Like before I, I just decompress like my full day. I feel and so good. Think I about everything like, and I just tell my, uh, my boyfriend, I'm like, don't come in here. Don't bring the baby in here for anything. Like this is my time. Again, it goes back to setting those boundaries too, yeah. because how can we be a hundred percent moms, wives, girlfriends, partners, and not be hundred percent with ourselves. Like there's no way if I don't get rest, if I don't just decompress, there's no way that I can give you even half of me, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to act like I've always done the best in the self-care area because I haven't. It was to the point where I was literally running myself into the ground, like not able to function because I'm well- working all day. I drink a lot of coffee, so I'm crashing. Oh, same. Yep. Yeah. Same. I'm, I'm a Starbucks junkie. <laughs> so. I'm just a like all types of coffee junkie. <laughs> and I'm actually trying to cut back on caffeine right now. And I've had the worst headache all day because mm-hmm. I am just so addicted to the caffeine. Yeah. I'm definitely going to have to scale back because my face is like really breaking out mm. right now. And I'm just like, what the heck is going on? And so, you know, saying all this, like I'm drinking a lot of coffee because I have so many tasks to do. And I'm like, if I'm not alert, I'm not going to get anything done. Mm -hmm. So really just being intentional about my time is, has become so important to me. And so I, I think it's great that you got a planner. I don't, I haven't got that far yet to, to get a planner, but I do make sure that I have time for me every day. And honestly, like doing my podcast too, is kind of like self-care for me because it's something that I actually have a passion for and that I actually want to do as opposed to like work. Like, I mean, nobody really wants to get up and go to work every day. So yeah, no. <laughs> even though like, that's kind of like time for me, but it's, it's not my time. So, um, you know, I do my podcast, but girl, that hour shower every day is just like, yes, I need it's- it you're rinsing the whole day off of you. You probably feel so good to go to sleep like that. Mm-hmm. And it's thinking time too, because I'm by myself. Like I don't have any interruptions. Um, and so it's just time for me to just think about my day, think about my week and, you know, some things that I want to get done and just meditating, praying. Like that's just mm-hmm. my time to just do whatever I need to do without a baby hanging from my tit 
or <laughs> um <laughs> you know not for real though. for my boyfriend like it's so important and I feel like that's another thing about m- millennial moms too our moms back in the day they didn't realize that they could take an hour if they needed it they just thought right. it was go 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 you know, I know for my mom, she had, she dealt with a lot of like, you know, depression and anxiety because it was just constant mom. I, we can't live Mm -hmm. like that. We are humans. We are people before we had kids. We're still people. Once we have kids, exactly. It's important. And just being a mom in general is like overstimulating constantly Mm -hmm. needing to do something constantly being called for, or it's important that we have that uninterrupted time to ourselves to really just decompress like you said and and be in our own thoughts absolutely and I watch a lot of like trash tv yep same guilty pleasure (laughs) yeah and my boyfriend he's always like why are you watching this stuff even though I kind of reel him in on a couple of shows too but you know he's always like why do you really spend your time watching this and I'm like yeah because it's a stress reliever I don't have to think all I'm doing is laughing and enjoying what I'm watching like that is another self-care so like you said it doesn't have to be luxurious, luxurious. Like it could just be something you're doing at home where you're not getting interrupted by anybody else sitting there watching your TV, taking your shower, maybe taking a walk. I do take walks from time to time too. And sometimes just going out on the balcony and just getting some fresh air. I don't do that as much, but these are just little things that cost nothing. Yeah. For sure. And unplugging from social media, I know is like Mm. super important. And that's what I was thinking before when you had, when you said that you had the virtual assistant, because Mm -hmm. I feel like when I'm on social media, especially as a, like a small business, like uh, essentially my podcast is a small business, right? Right. So, um, being on social media, um, I feel like when you're on, you're constantly thinking because not only are you looking at your engagement and the people who are following you and, and liking your stuff, but you're also seeing other creators and you're getting ideas. I don't know about you, but I'll be scrolling and I'll, I'll see someone's thing that will trigger a thought about another idea that I have for an episode or some content. And then Mm -hmm. it's just like, your mind is constantly going. You never get that break. Even when you're just tirelessly scrolling on social media. Right. So I feel like unplugging from social media is really important. I actually had to cut back a little bit. So I got rid of my personal Instagram and I'm only using my podcast Instagram now. Really? Yeah. It was just too much for me. It was too much to go on one and, you know, post my kids here or whatever I was doing here and then go on the podcast. It was just too much. So I was like, but then also my podcast is me, is my personality. So just merging the two, what, what's the difference really but no that's good though like because I've been thinking about that like my personal Instagram it definitely doesn't get as much love like I don't post as much anymore because I'm just like like you said I'm so focused on making sure that I post on boss mom page and keeping that active so that I can get engagement and boosting Mm -hmm. posts so I can get more listeners and stuff like that so I'm like I get on my personal page because my following is different from yeah uh, my, my boss mom page but I don't hardly post. I actually was thinking, I've been thinking about it lately. Like, okay, I need to start posting more content because I do have other things going on besides the boss mom, like traveling. And I've been going places lately and I haven't been traveling in like two years because of the pandemic. So Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, I need to post some content for travel. 
my personal though because I don't even market that business like it's just word of mouth honestly. yeah but see you have you have other side hustles so you have other things to promote you know what I mean yeah. I'm fully focused on just one and bless your heart because that's gotta be <laughs> so hard you said yeah. something I didn't even know that you had a hair oh no maybe I did I, you have a hair store and I just don't know how you do it all girl yeah I mean I have employees there so it's really delegating you know I not to say that I'm like total hands-off but there are employees that take care of like the everyday. So again, delegating is key. Because but you're still no the way. boss. So even yeah. you're still looking over the employees at the end exactly. of the day, you're still working. Yeah, that's right. Awesome. Good yep. for you though. You have a lot going on and that's awesome. I'm trying, girl. <laughs> Honestly, at some point though, like something is going to fall off and it's going to be the nine to five. I'm speaking that into existence. I'm just trying to make sure that everything else can flourish because there yes. is like other things there are other things that I want to get into, um, with my mom and my boyfriend in terms of like in doing investing and stuff. So I'm like, whatever jumps off that takes me out of this nine to five. Great. But you know, I mean, if it doesn't, I'm like, not in no rush though, because I feel like people try to push like entrepreneurship, which is great. I definitely think it's good to have something right. Even if you're, if you are a full-time employee and you have something of your own on the side, like, I definitely think that's great, but I also feel like everybody's not meant to be a hundred percent an entrepreneur and that's okay. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Agreed. But agreed. I will hit that point at some point in my life, but I do have goals in my nine to five that I'm just like, hmm, this is a goal and I want to check it off. And once I check it off, then we'll see, you know, what happens, but yeah, um, I, I have some too, other than like the podcast and stuff and stuff with like with me and my boyfriend, how like we want to do, we have some ideas and visions and stuff, but like, I feel like all of our nine to fives are just fueling our dreams at this point until mm -hmm. we get to where we want to be. Right. I mean, exactly. I love, I like, I do like my job. Mm -hmm. Um, I work for a substance abuse, like treatment center. So I do like oh. what I do. I work from home. Um, so I like the demographic and everything like that. But, um, for the most part, like, I'm I'm ready. I'm ready to be the, my own boss. Yeah, <laughs> I'm ready to exactly. be on my own time. Exactly. And I think a lot of people do, but like you said, it's like fueling what you want to do, those visions and goals that you have that are not a part of your everyday job, which I'm like, you know, that's where the money comes from to fund these things, yeah. to get them off the ground. And so that's why I'm like, once they take off and I don't necessarily need my nine to five, um, you know, I can definitely see myself walking away and going straight into full-time entrepreneurship. Like, oh yeah, for sure. It's, it's nothing, it's nothing better than being your own boss, of course. Yeah, of course. You don't have to do anything when you don't want to do it. You make your right. own time. I mean, but see, the only difference is you don't punch a clock anymore. It's kind of 24 seven. If there's an issue at 3 yeah. a.m., they're calling you. <laughs> exactly. And that's what we don't hear a lot about. We hear, you know, the glorifying of being an entrepreneur. Of, oh, you don't have to report to anybody. But it's definitely I think having a nine to five is a lot easier than being yeah an entrepreneur. Like I'm not this, this company is already built up. Like I don't have to do much. Exactly. I'm just, over here trying to build up. <laughs> exactly. And just like you said, in the beginning, it's easy for you to, to, you know, sell and talk to people all day for your company, but that's because there's already a, you're, there's guidelines there for you. There's rules exactly. for you to follow. There's things for you to say. Whereas mm -hmm. when it's your business, you're creating things. This is you, mm -hmm. this is you, these are your ideas. And that's a lot. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Thank you so much, Ashley, for coming on the podcast today. Do you want to tell everybody where they can follow you and also join the boss mom movement? Yes. So you all can find me on Instagram. Um, it's at boss mom movement. And I am also on all 
of podcast platforms. So Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon Music, um, YouTube as well. So you can actually view my shows. And then you can check out my website, www.thebossmommovement.com. There you'll be able to connect with me um, in any future events that I have. I'm also getting ready to drop my first piece of merchandise, which is the Boss Mom journal book and pen. It's a set. Oh, how Um, cool. Yeah, so you'll be able to purchase those. I'm going to do pre-sale probably within like the next week. And yeah, just check me out. And I also have a mastermind group for moms um, that are looking to like, basically build a community to help them check off their goals, keep them motivated, and also any type of resources that they may be seeking or advice in certain business areas. Um, we'll be able to just pretty much bounce ideas off of each other. So check me out. That is so awesome. Thank you so mm-hmm. much, Ashley. And I will no talk problem. to all of you guys next week. Bye. Bye. My name is Jalen and you just listened to my mom's bomb mom's podcast. Bye.